Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, April the 24th. Hope you're having a great day. We are glad to have you with us today on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, It's our local radio station. Then we also have our online radio station and our radio app uh, for those that are tuned in there. And then those who are uh, listening by way of our podcast, we welcome you today. And then those on Facebook and YouTube, thank you so much for joining us on this Monday. Uh, We had a great day yesterday, of course. Uh, I, I just think every Sunday is great, but I thank the Lord so much for Sunday. Uh, we had a good day. We enjoyed having our guests in and uh, all the great music and the preaching and the fellowship, all of our ministries, and uh, to God be the glory. I hope you continue to pray for our teens as they are away on the college trip. Uh, pray God will bless them and uh, pray that uh, they'll have a good, safe uh, trip uh, between places. They, they're starting out in Northern California and ended up in Southern California and uh, visiting two different colleges and also the churches there, uh, North Valley Baptist Church and Lancaster Baptist Church. And I hope you please pray for them and we miss them and uh, we certainly thank the Lord for them. Um, I want to say this, we are uh, winding down this springtime. Summer is going to be here before we know it. And uh, I hope you be in prayer for the end of school. Pray that things will go smoothly. We've got graduation coming in a couple weeks. Uh, And then uh, we've got our master clubs are coming to an end in just a few weeks. Uh, We have our uh, promotion Sunday, graduation Sundays coming up, anniversary Sunday, uh, summer events, our summer revival with Brother Joe Arthur. I mean, it is just going to be incredible. I hope you'll pray. Pray for our church in these days and our staff. Pray for our school and all of our teachers and their students and and their families. And then uh, let's pray for all of our ministries. Pray for our bus ministry and our children's ministries or teen ministries. Uh, Let's uh, pray for our senior saints and all the Sunday school classes and all those things. Uh, Let's pray for one another. Pray for our missionaries. Uh, We, of course, a week ago, we were able to add several more missionaries, but let's pray for them. Uh, Yes, we send them support every month, and I'm glad we get to do that, uh, but they need our prayers. I hope you pray for them. Pray for one another. Uh, As uh, the Lord lays a, a church member, uh, on your heart or a coworker or a neighbor. I hope you pray for them. And uh, let's be faithful to pray for one another. First Samuel, and I understand Samuel was the, the priest and he was the prophet, uh, but he said in 1 Samuel 12, he said, God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you. Uh, don't cease to pray for one another. Uh, in the New Testament, Jesus says uh, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. And then the command is given, pray without ceasing. We ought to pray. Be a, let's be people of prayer. Maybe this broadcast today, maybe it will just be a reminder to us of the great need we have uh, to pray. But I hope you will pray for uh, one another. Let's go to a song. And then after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 119. I am Barabbas, a rebel, a prisoner Death was the sentence for me Led before Pilate, 
I stood there beside him, this man somewhere calling a king. And as the crowd shouted, crucify him, the soldiers let me go free. What kind of man, guilty of nothing, would suffer the shame and disgrace? Hang on a cross, despised and rejected, so willing to die in my place. At Calvary, someone like me. My name is Thomas, for three years I followed, I saw every wonder and sign. They say that he's risen, that his grave is empty, but I just can't believe he's alive. Now standing before me, Jesus shows me the wounds in his hands and his side. What kind of man? Embraces a doubter, lovingly drawing me near. I don't have to wonder if I've been accepted. He settled the worry and fear. And Calvary, for someone like me. And loved him, but oh, how I failed him that night. I promised Jesus that I'd never leave him. I'd willingly lay down my life. But there at his trial, I stood by the fire. I denied him three times. What kind of man? Pours out his mercy on someone who stumbles and falls With no way to earn it, no way to deserve it Forgiveness still came after all At Calvary for someone like me To save him, whatever it takes. What kind of man would rescue a sinner and offer amazing grace at Calvary? At Calvary, for someone like me, for someone like me. Psalm 119, uh, verse number 146. We saw yesterday, uh, no, it wasn't yesterday, it was Friday. We saw the devotion that we should have. David said, I cried with my whole heart. Um, and he said, hear me, O Lord, and I will keep thy statutes. But today I want you to see in verse number 146, David again says, I cried unto thee. 
Uh, here again, David is praying. David is crying to God. But in verse 145, he says, hear me. In verse 146, he says, save me. Uh, I see this is a prayer, not only a prayer of devotion like we saw Friday, but this is a prayer of desperation. Uh, have you ever been in a situation where you were in trouble and you were in danger and you needed somebody to help? and maybe you were reaching out a hand, I need your help, or maybe you were uh, in a, a car accident, and God forbid, but you're in a car accident and you were waiting for rescue workers to come to even help you get out of the vehicle, or, or you were in a fire and a uh, fire department came, and boy, I tell you what, that's a scary thing. That's, that's an awful thing. But yet, many times, we go through situations like that spiritually uh, or emotionally, and David is in that spot right here in verse 146. He says, I cried unto thee, save me. This word cried is a, a call, it's a cry for help. And in the previous verse, he's uh, crying for God to hear him, but now he cries for God to save him. He asked God to save him, not so that he could do his own thing, but he prayed that God would save him so that he could do what God wanted him to do. Now, that's almost a, a, a brain teaser or a tongue twister there, right? There's a lot of words. But here's what David was saying. Lord, save me, not just so I can do whatever I want to do, but he said, God, would you save me? Because in verse 146, he said, I want to keep your testimonies. You know, that's a great perspective on prayer. Uh, we don't just pray just so that God will do what we want, but we pray so that then we can do what he wants. And David's prayer is, Lord, save me, help me so that I can serve you better, so that I can live for you, so that I can do what you've called me to do. Our prayers should be such that when they are answered, they pull us toward serving God and they pull us toward living for God rather than away from it. I've had this thought before. Maybe you've, you've, you've considered it. Sometimes we pray for things. We pray, Lord, would you do this? Would you give me this? Or would you, maybe a job, give me this job or give me this promotion or, or give me this uh, title or whatever it is. But what if that what if that title or that job, what if that would pull you away from serving God? It doesn't matter how much money it is. That's not a good thing. That's not a blessing. That's not helpful. And so the prayer should be, Lord, help me so that I can serve you, so that I can live for you. Notice verse number 147. David says, I prevented the dawning of the morning and I cried. I hoped in thy word. That word prevented, uh, that phrase, I prevented the dawning of the morning. <laughs> it doesn't mean that David got up and he said, all right, son, don't come up this morning. That's not what it means, but it means that he got up before the sun came up. It was still dark. It was still early, early in the morning before the sun had come up. And David said he got up early not to hunt, Although if you get up early to hunt, I don't, I don't fault you for it. Now, I'm not planning to get up early to hunt, but you can. Uh, or you get up early to fish. Nothing wrong with that for you. I'm not planning to do it. Um, I remember my mom used to, and this was back before all the online stuff and that, my mom used to love uh, Black Friday shopping when you had to get up super early and go and wait in line and be freezing cold. And, and then they started doing the, the, the shopping on Thursday, so you didn't have to get up early. You just go Thursday evening or whatever. But David says, I got up early not to do those things, but I got up early to pray. This is now the third time, uh, the third verse in a row where David says that he is crying to God. 
Uh, when my wife and I, when we lived in California, uh, we were on the Pacific uh, time. And so that is three hours uh, behind Eastern time. And uh, one of the, one of the uh, areas that I, I, I took care of in the, with the college was I took care of uh, the tour groups. In the first year, when we had all of our tour groups, I would call uh, uh, the pastors and do the scheduling. After the first year, my wife did it, and she did a much better job than I ever did. But I remember trying to get a hold of pastors. When you're on the, the West Coast, you're trying to call the East Coast, there's a three-hour time difference. And it seemed like it was usually better to try to catch pastors in the mornings. It seemed like a lot of times in the afternoons they would be out visiting and doing other things or other ministries. And so I try to call in the morning. Well, if you're calling in the morning from California, trying to catch somebody in the morning uh, in North Carolina or Maryland or New York or whatever, you got to get up pretty early. And I remember some of those days that I would just, I'd set the alarm and I would get up early and I'd get into that office and it was super, for me, it was super early. You know, it was four or five o'clock and I'm already in the office because I'm trying to catch people that are out here. Well, well, why would I do that? Uh, Because it was, it was important because I needed to get a hold of somebody. Uh, It was important to talk to somebody. It was important to get that call through. And David, he got up early to pray. Not because he couldn't catch God at other times, but here's why. David couldn't sleep. It was on his mind. It was a burden on his heart. And David could not wait to pray. He couldn't wait until everybody else was up. He said, I got to get up now and I've got to get a hold of God. He says in verse number 147, I uh, prevented the dawning of the morning and I cried, I hoped in thy word, David's hope. David's confidence was in the word of God. And he said, I have got to talk to God. I have got to get a hold of God. I have got to get an answer from God. And you know, when you get up early for something, uh, that shows it's a priority, that shows it's important. And I have found in my life, I have found that if I don't do something earlier in the day, uh, like my Bible reading or my prayer time, my devotional time, I have found that I can do it later in the day, but it's a lot harder. And maybe that's something for you today. You say, you know, pastor, my prayer life, my Bible reading, it's not what it should be. Maybe it'd be good to make that a priority again. Maybe it'd be good to put that first thing in the morning. You may have to get up a little earlier. You may have to rearrange your schedule, but you may have to to put off some other things so that you can do what is most important. But David, in desperation, he cried. He got up early to get a hold of God. I hope that we will have that same fervency, that same desire and that same commitment to pray and to talk to God. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us today. I hope you have another great day, and we'll look forward to being with you tomorrow. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.